Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Netball tonight on Centre Pass. Netball right now too uh, because uh, last night in the ANZ Premiership, the Northern Mystics moved back to the top of the netball ladder following a 56-44 win over the Waikato Bay of Plenty Magic. That was at Auckland's Event Finder Stadium. It's been a really tough season for the ladies having to deal with COVID disruptions uh, and what feels like an ever-changing schedule. But the good teams managed to come through that kind of adversity uh, and the best team at the moment clearly is the Northern Mystics. We're joined by their head coach uh, right now, Helene Wilson. Helene, thanks for your time this morning. Thanks for having me. Good to be here. Yeah, nice to talk netball too because uh, it has been uh, a Mickey Mouse sort of a thing. I mean, we've had to deal with this in our lives uh, for so long now. It seems to be the norm. I hate to say that word, but uh, for, for netball teams, netball squads, it has uh, they haven't escaped, have they? No, they haven't, and I think um, sometimes with with challenges in life, it's the way you approach it and your attitude around it, and um, if you can manage to frame... The disruption is an opportunity to give other people um, time to play, new combinations, you know, bloody new players. There's lots of ways you can look at it, and I think we've tried to approach it as positively as we can. Would you have any idea how many players you've had to use uh, outside your normal squad this year? Yeah, we've we've used three of our NNL players outside of our contracted 10. So um, Karis Stice is a young young player who's been with us pretty much the whole season. But we've also used our other training partner and uh, another NNL player. But I think for some teams, if they've had a high number of players out at the same time, they've had to bring more players in. Whereas we tend to have sort of three, two or three players out with it at a time. So we've been managed to keep playing throughout the season. Okay, let's look at uh, last night's performance. 12-goal margin in the end. Uh, were you happy with the way things went? Yeah, I was actually. It was a 15-goal turnaround from the last time we played them as we lost by three goals. So really happy that we ended up getting on top of them. And Magic are a really hardy team. They they play right to the bitter end. They're really relentless defensively. So I think we, we really absorbed that pressure well and built each quarter. So really pleased we were able to do that. Helene, it wasn't that long ago we were talking about Grace and Wiki as uh, a newcomer, some to watch, someone to watch out for. I think we're talking in different terms about her now. Uh, incredible uh, shooting performance last night, 47 from 50, but becoming a mainstay very quickly. Yeah, she is. And look, she, the thing about Grace that I think is really special is she loves shooting. And when she's under pressure, she wants the ball in her hand. So as a coach, you want to shoot her like that. But she can jump, um, she can hold space, she can rebound. And, um, you know, when she's got great feeders outside of her and a goal attack, wing attack and centre, they can make her look really good. So a great unit and um, every team needs a scoring machine. And so we're happy to have her. Also, uh, in terms of um, your... I guess you you know, I won't say your main players because as a coach, as a head coach you hate uh, isolating 
uh, individual players, but Sula Fitzpatrick uh, is, mm-hmm. uh, seems to be a born leader, um, and uh, mm. she's leading from the goalkeeper position really well. Yeah, she is, and um, I think the thing that everybody loves about Sula is, you know, she wants to do her own job well first, and, you know, last night she got 15 games for her team out of 28, and that's 50% of the ball we turned over she got, and when you've got a leader that does her own job first, but also cares about others and wants to bring out the best in others, you know, it's a recipe for success, so... Um, the maturity she shows and the, the care and leadership she shows is, is one of the reasons actually we are really successful as a team. And one of the reasons uh, netball is such, uh, I think, an engaging presence is because uh, the, the women that play it or coach it, for that matter, uh, have to be real all-rounders. You have to juggle netball, parenting duties, all sorts of other things that uh, blokes haven't had to do traditionally over the years. Uh, Phoenix Karaka. Venice Karaka has to do that without uh, without her partner Patrick being around. Yeah, yeah, she she's actually doing really well, and um, I think one of the things that makes mums really special is your ability to acknowledge th- how challenging it can be, and working together with your teammates and your coach. Um, to ensure that you can be prepared to play, and I think Phoenix is juggling that really well for the first time. It's interesting, isn't it, when you look at the dynamics now of of netballers as such. I mean, it used to be in those days, those grubby old days, where you have a family, that's the end of your career. Now it's just now it's just a little uh, time out in your career for for most of them because of the, of the conditioning, I guess, the training methods, etc., and, and the the outlook mm. on the game. Yeah, and I think that's really positive. Um, You know, they've got a lot of specialists around them to help them progress back from pregnancy. So, you know, it is just a small chunk of time out from the game. But also there's something really special about having kids in and around your environment. You know, when you're under pressure and you're playing sport, to have a little baby to make you smile and just remember what life's all about, I think it's really positive. And I think my six years of coaching at Mystics, every year we've had someone's child, there's, there's been a mother there, and I think it just adds a really mm. beautiful dynamic to our environment. Sure does. It really does. Uh, and I love to see the kids at the games too. That's it, something really special. Hey, look, the Central Pulse have yeah. gone well, haven't they? They've, they've started to stand out uh, just a little bit more, and they're, they're a genuine threat. Yeah, they absolutely are. And, um, you know, we, we met them twice at the start of the season. So we both teams were still hitting their straps at that time. And now we're, we're going to meet them in the last game of the season. But, you know, when you look at their side, they've got a really experienced coach. There's seven players that have taken the court. Six of them are really experienced ANZ players and they've played together for a long time. And so, you know, we've always said right from the start that they are a genuine threat. And I think there's three or four teams that are really putting their hand up um, at the moment to, to be in that final series. So hard to know with the draw all over the place and play, a team's playing, you know, different amounts of games at the moment. So you have to take every game as a must-win game. And some of those games, as you say, because of the congested nature of the draw and the fact that it's changing... Uh, come around pretty quickly, as is the case this weekend for you. You've got a, a very tough double header. Yeah, we do, and um, we've got two re- rescheduled games in the next three weeks. So last night was the start of our seven games in, in four, um, three weeks, so not 14 days, it's 21 days, isn't it? So um, mm. having tactics and, and stars back-to-back double header will be tough, and I think this is where... 
a coach needs to rely on the strength of their, their contracted squad and everyone needs to be ready to take the court and step up when the opportunity presents itself. So let's look at the, that tactics game. What do you have to look out for there? What have you been working on during uh, the, well, of course you played last week. What, what will you be looking on from last, last night's game, actually through uh, to this doubleheader weekend? What are the things you noticed last night you need to address? Yeah, we, um, we're really aware we're getting a lot of gains defensively, but some of our transition onto attack, we, we want to just be a little bit better than that and um, make sure the ball that we get, we get down down to our shooting end. Um, it's been ping-ponging a bit with some of our just execution of our basic skill set, so we'll be working on that this week. We know against um, tactics, you know, they've got some good... Um, players, defensive players that can, can gain ball and turn over ball like us. So if we're not accurate on attack against tactics, it won't be as easy to get a lead um, on them. So that's really key. And then playing the Stars, we know why we beat them last time we played them quite convincingly. They won't show up like that again. You know, they've had a really good win against the Pulse this week. So I think both matches... We're going to have to just be really accurate on the position that we have um, in terms of retaining the ball. The Stars and the Mystics are still, as such, quite quite new franchises uh, as we know them. But there you've got a local derby there. Is, is that feeling growing within the Stars and the Mystics, that comp- competitive feeling? Yeah, it is. And um, we liken it to like playing our sisters, you know, big sister versus little sister, whatever way you, you want to put it. A number of the players in the Stars and the Mystics have played for both teams. So when they come up against each other, it's a must-win and it's a, a really passionate game. And, um, yeah, I just think that makes it really super competitive every time we play them. And, and we have the Northern Challenge, which which makes it extra special as well. So a really tough match. We'll be playing out at um, Bruce Pullman Arena. So... It will be in their territory, so hopefully we can get a lead early and keep the fans quiet. So the interesting thing too, of course, when you've got seven days and uh, seven games, twenty-one days—that's a lot of netball. Uh, which means, I guess, you have to really pace yourself in terms of your strength, conditioning, your training, etc., because uh, that's a lot of game time and not a lot of downtime. Yeah, it is. And, you know, the work that you do leading up to this period of time is is key. And managing those little niggles and injuries um, before they happen so that you prevent them from happening is key. So we're really lucky we're going into this heavy period with a fully fit team, which is really great. Um, But it's also a really positive thing. Like I framed it to the girls, those are looking for sore fern selection in the Commonwealth Games. You play a large amount of games across a short period in com games. So this is great practice to see how they can back up their performance over a short period of time and it will really prepare them for, for that um, repetitive gameplay. So if you frame it like that, the girls just get stuck in and let's be, um, let's be honest, playing is more fun than training anyway. So I think they'll have smiles on their faces. Yeah, as sure as that hasn't changed over the years at all. Helene Wilson, thank you very much. Uh, for your time this morning. Absolutely uh, fantastic to talk netball with you. Uh, Girls are going well. Long may it last. Yeah, thanks very much. Great to catch up.